0: This is where women grow.
1: Welcome back, ladies, to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm your host, Molly Trotter Gomez. I am so excited for our guest today. We have Stephanie Gass with us. Now, Stephanie is a CEO, a wife, a boy mom, coffee lover. Cheers to that. Got my iced coffee here. (laughs) Same I love that you have this in your bio, Stephanie. You said PJ's all day enthusiast. And isn't that so nice with Zoom that it's like, okay, top up, you can wear whatever and down below, whatever it is that you want. So I love that you had that. Um, she also helps women start a podcast in successful online business God's way. She is the host of the top 0.5% globally ranked podcast with almost a million downloads, the Stephanie Gass show. And she believes that we partner with God and when we partner with God in life and in business, we experience true miracles in our lives and through others and with others. I absolutely love that. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you.
2: Hi, Molly. And that's fun because I totally do have my, uh, my comfy pants on, even though you can't tell right now.
1: Me too. I honestly, like, I love living in leggings. I kid you not. I'm like my jeans. I'm like, no, like, why would I want to go back? It's just so much better this way. And I think most of us can relate to that. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. PJ All Day Club. Welcome. (laughs) I love it. Well, Stephanie, I am so excited to chat with you because in your bio, and we talked about this before we clicked record, doing things God's way, life, business, everything. And inside GPA, we are all about that. How can we partner with God in everything that we do? So the fact that you had that just screams at me being like, yes, Lord, you were doing this in so many different hearts and your daughters just around the world. And how you get to make an impact through helping people building their business through podcasting is amazing. We'll get to that. Um, But I would love for you just to come on, introduce yourself a little bit. I know we jumped into the bio, take a few minutes to do that. And then we'll dive into all the meat of the show. Sure.
2: So hello everybody. I'm Steph Gass. I'm a boy mom. Like Molly mentioned, I have two crazy minions and, um, we live in the mountains. We're about to get a chicken. So therefore I'm about to be a real farm girl with one or two chickens. It's like such a wannabe. (laughs) I have boy dogs and I'm married. So I'm the only girl over here, but, um, you know that's that's how God wanted it. So I'm just rocking it. I run a business, like Molly had mentioned, where we help women get clear in their calling. Start that business out of what God has created them to do. I truly believe that everybody has a specific call over their life, but sometimes it's hard to see what it actually is because we're so good at so many things. And there's this really big partnership between vocational calling, spiritual giftings, things you're good at, trials, triumphs, all these different pieces of who you are, but they all come together into one specific calling that I believe. God has over your life. And so once we've helped them figure that piece out, I help women start a podcast, which is how we grow an audience without having to use social media and being free from that hustle culture. I've been doing that for three and a half years. And it's been so amazing what God can do and the women that he's brought into the community. I can't believe this is my job. It's the weirdest thing ever being able to podcast from behind a mic in my PJs, growing this really incredible fruitful business for his glory. So that's me in a nutshell, fun facts. I'm always drinking something LaCroix, coffee, kombucha, all at the same time, drinks all day and PJs all day.
1: (laughs) I love it. You're just keeping it real. You know, like I I have multiple drinks on my desk, just like constantly rotating. I'm like, what do I feel like right now? I'm like, yep, that's going to quench the thirst. So that is so real. I'm like, man, a good thing people don't see behind the desk because the desk can get a little crazy, but at least, you know, where everything's at and it's exactly where you want it to be. Right. Right.
2: Your chaos is your, is your, is your organization.
1: (laughs) That's right. And we all have a different form of chaos. Well, today's show is going to be so powerful because before we jumped on, I was chatting with Stephanie and Stephanie, you had something so powerful to say. You were talking about how the success that you have had in the past, you've had success in worldly ways and you've had success God's way. I would love for you to dive in on that. First of all, what does that even mean to separate the two? Because some people are like, well, I just want success, period. You know. But if you could really dive into just what that means and how that has impacted you, I would love to start there.
2: Yeah, that's so good. So I've always been called to the business space and leadership and entrepreneurship. And I began back, gosh, 10 and a half years ago as an entrepreneur and I was in network marketing. So many of you are familiar and some of you may even do network marketing or direct selling. And for me, I went all in, I'm an all in person and I was a Christian, but I wasn't sold out. Like I didn't have a true relationship with Jesus at that time. And so what I did was looked around and said, how is everybody else doing this? And so I built my business for the next four years, the world's way. And what that means is you hustle, you work harder than everyone else in the room. It's all on your own strength, right? If you're not showing up working, you're missing out on a sale. Mm. Um, it's all competition based. It's focused on the next rank. It's focused on the revenue that you want to create. You're focused on what you can do. And so what did I do? I gave everything I had to making this thing work. And I told myself all the while it's for my family. It's for my husband and then eventually for my kids because I had one of my sons during this time and it's all gonna be worth it. Well, sure, it looks like it was worth it on the outside. I was making really incredible, I was top 1% of the company. I had the money, I had the stage, I walked the stage, I had the pieces, it all looked so great and I use social media to do it, right? So I'm posting and I'm recruiting people from social and then I look up at four years in I'm at the height of my success and I look at myself from an internal perspective. And I was having massive anxiety attacks. I was a workaholic completely. I mean, workaholism is equal in my opinion. It is equally as detrimental and dangerous as alcoholism, right? Mm. But you're so indebted to it. If you're not working, you are struggling. Working is the fix. And that's what I, where I found myself. Um, I was drinking, I was doing all of these things that were really creating this like internal implosion that was, going, explosion that was going to happen and stuffing it all down with work. So at that point, everything looks really great. Well, I believe that what happens is God does things to get our attention. And he, I know that I have been chosen from birth, right? All of you have been, I was saved at nine years old. I know what the Holy spirit feels like. And then, you know, life happened and I kind of turned away. Well, guess what? When you come to come close to God, God comes close to you. And so at that point I had been questioning the way that I was doing things, questioning things. And I believe that God stepped into my life. And sometimes he's been tapping you and you haven't been paying attention. Right.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Lots of tapping had been going on. Me, stubborn, no, ego, all these things had kept me from, from turning to him. And so in the fifth year, in 2016, my business completely crumbled. This was a whole lot of factors that happened. I had a newborn at the time. I was 60 pounds overweight. All the things that could possibly be happening in my life happened at once. And I had a complete identity crisis, like a full-out breakdown of, if I'm not this successful woman in this business, who am I? I wore the success as an identity and it was gone. And I know that God allowed that to happen to show me who I was under the money and under the ranks and under the titles and under the pieces. And I didn't like it. I didn't like looking at her. I didn't want to be her. And so there was really this point where in 2016, I called my Britney Spears year. You remember Molly, when she shaved her head and hit the car with the umbrella? Oh yeah. How can you forget? That was me. Okay. (sighs) And here's the beauty though. When you have that, the, like the darkest moment that you're going to have in that moment, like from the ashes, she will arise. Right. If you guys heard that it's like, I had nowhere to turn, but to God. And so at that moment I said, Lord, like, I know you're here, but I don't know you, but I need to know you because I'm tired of doing this for myself. It didn't work. We had to borrow money from my son's savings account to pay the bills. My husband sold his Harley to pay like all the money was gone seemingly overnight. And I thought, if this is the world's way of having success that you have to work endlessly to keep it, there's something wrong because I believe that godly success would look free, easy, and light, right? It would be based on scripture. And so I completely surrendered everything to God in that, in that year. And it was a very slow healing process. You know, it started with getting back in church and I had this full surrender moment where I felt, really the baptism of the Holy spirit just wash over me and knew like I'm sold out. Like I am not doing this my own way anymore. And so little by little, God started to heal and refine me. He showed, I got into a gym I couldn't afford so that I would go. And I started working out again and getting my health on track. And then eventually over six to eight months, I thought maybe I'm ready to look at business again. And so I started with helping women just conquer fears. And it was first, it was network marketers. Cause that's what I knew how to do. I started doing some Facebook lives. I was joking with Molly earlier that my kids, you know, they always come in so they say, come in and talk about poop and fruit snacks. <laughs> and I left it in, like I left it in the lives and people started to like connect with me on that. And anyway, so that went on for about a year and people started asking, do you clear, do you do coaching? do you do coaching? I'm like, I don't know. Do I do coaching? Sure. Let's try it. So Mm -hmm. I started coaching these women and realizing that like, God had blessed me with this thing where they hand me their stuff. Like, here's what I do. And here's what my gifts are. And I don't know what, and they hand me this huge bag of like all that I am. And I had this way and thankful for Holy Spirit guiding me through it of like, okay, let's clean up all the mess. I'm handing you back one sentence of what you actually are called to do. Mm. and they started calling them clarity calls. They were like, can I get a clarity call? And I'm like, okay. So I started clarity coaching and that was God who did that. And then I started to try to build the business everywhere, (laughs) YouTube and, and Instagram and all these places and blogging and nothing was really sticking. Nothing was working. And I felt that hustle coming back. And I was like, I'm not, I am not doing this. I'm not. So I kept praying like, Lord, I don't want to get back to hustle. I don't want to fall victim again to like the world's way. What's your way? What do you, what's the way? And everyone's different, right? Your answer is different that God's going to give you. But for me, like, what is it? What is it? And I had a dream. It was October of 2018 and God spoke to me super clearly in a dream. And and I heard start a podcast very vividly. What? I don't listen to podcasts. I don't know what one would be. I like that came out of absolutely nowhere. And so all I knew was I better be obedient because I've been praying for this answer. So I get out this mic. It's 20 bucks from Amazon, super staticky. I plugged it in, Molly, and I just started talking. And it's so interesting because within a year, God had brought 100,000 women to the community. He, you know, all these things had happened where I'm like this, I knew it. Like, this is it. This is, and I I was able all the while, every day to be like, you're my CEO. What do you want? What Who are the people you want me to serve? Like- cleanse my heart of anything I am doing on my own strength, just a constant partnership with him. And so, so now what's interesting is all of this hustle and striving and working and doing got me to the top 1%, right? Multi-six figure business gone overnight versus three and a half years doing it God's way, you know, million dollar business, million download podcasts, all these women and still time, time to be with my kids, time to do things, time to be at church, time to volunteer. And it's like, it's looking at it for a lens of i want success for me versus i want success for god like what does god want to do here what is the i'm just a vessel whatever he needs to say whatever he wants to do with that money amazing like it's all for his glory and so i feel the shift of doing less and letting him lead and then you see and the fruit doesn't always have to be financial right it's also internal i'm calm I'm peaceful. I have very a lot of presence in my motherhood, a lot of presence in my marriage. I'm able to turn work off knowing God's sitting there when I'm gone. He's the CEO, right? So in a nutshell, that's kind of what that, that journey looked like.
1: Oh, so good. I wrote think. down so many different notes. I was like, you see me over here just like, shh, shh, shh. there's probably heat coming up from my pen. I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> but I'm just like, there's so many great nuggets in there, but I feel so led and I know it's the Holy Spirit poking at me to ask you this what questions should these women that are listening ask themselves to get into God's way of success like yeah. what kind of questions should they be asking God like that that I felt so heavily to ask like what, what were the questions that maybe you asked God that led you to where you are
2: that's so good and I'm I'm really glad you keep bringing up this word success Molly I actually did a podcast episode recently on um, does God want us to have success? What is biblical success? And the word success was actually in the new King James version in James that that word is used. And when we, when we dissect that, and we really look at a little bit of a deeper theology, look at the word success, it all comes back to wisdom and knowledge of Christ. And so I want you to ask yourself these questions around, first of all, we have to give God the invitation to show us what godly success is, right? So it's, Lord, instead of asking yourself, ask God. God, am I finding and going after success your way? And show me more wisdom and knowledge of you and of the things I'm called to do. So those invitation prayers would be first. The second thing I want you guys to look at is, I call them discernment alarms. So you start feeling some type of way about the things that you're supposed to lay down you want to have, it's almost like an idolatry audit of how much, how addicted do I feel on a scale of one to 10 to my phone? How addicted do I feel to chasing after this rank or this success or this dollar amount or this thing? Because the truth is there is a healthy, a healthy conviction that, you know, is fueled by God. And it's, it's, you know, you can lay it down and go be with your family or whatever the thing is. And then there's the addicted feel, the, the tug of like, I can't put this down. You know, so that question is a huge one because when I ask myself that, I'm immediately able to say, I was addicted to Instagram. I had to get off of it for 30 days and then we got off for six months and then we never went back. I have to say, I get addicted to my phone. If I don't forcibly make myself break up with it every day at the end of the day or every weekend, I have to forcibly do it because it has a hold over me. So you need to ask yourself those questions in your business as well. And then the third thing you really want to ask yourself is, um, am I doing this? What am I doing for my glory versus God's glory?
0: Mm.
2: And look, we all have answers that are uncomfortable. I promise you. Right now, Molly and I are both thinking of things that we're like, eh. you know, there's stuff that we fall into because we're human. And we also fall into it because everyone's telling us we have to do it. But the truth is you don't have to do anything unless God tells you to do it.
1: Mm.
2: And often the things he tells you to do are things that nobody else is doing. That's where the obedience and the, the testing comes in of like, do you trust me enough to lay down Instagram and believe that I will still grow your business stuff? And I was like, I don't know. I think so. Maybe let's try 30 <laughs> days, Lord, you know? And then over time, like that conviction, the belief will grow. So those are the questions I would start with. And then once you receive an answer, you must take action on it. You're going to hear something. Sometimes it's lay this down or pivot over here or change to this or try it this way. And then you're going to question it. Was that God? Was like, for me, it's like I asked and received an answer. I'm going until God says otherwise. And that's created a lot of traction. It's created accelerated growth for me and God's relationship by me going, I'm going to keep seeking after what you're saying, even though I don't understand the hows here.
1: Oh, that's so good. There's so many great things in there. And that's one one thing that God's really highlighted to me is like, you know, get better asking questions. Like I had somebody, actually I had three people in like a week. I remember this time where they were like, Molly, you talk a lot in statements. It's time to ask questions. And it just was person after person after person. And then God got me to look at questions and it's just like, huh, interesting. You know, and in business and in life, I'm always a student, but my relationship with God, I was always telling him, well, this is what I want. This is what I need. And then I was just capping myself. And then he's just like, until you ask questions and open up these ceilings, these glass ceilings that have been created, you're never going to get past that next thing. And I love how those questions really do challenge you. And it should, because life isn't meant to just be comfortable and hunky-dory. Like when Jesus came to earth, I mean, he was asking for wisdom. He was asking for guidance or like, father, what do you want me to do? You know, do I have to do this? Yes, you do. He pressed in to the hard things. So why shouldn't we, and so I love that you have, and you said something really powerful when it comes to the fruit in your life. It doesn't always have to be financial peace, calm, the people that come into your life. Like when you truly understand, and I'm sure you feel this too, Steph, the, the peace of the Holy spirit, no amount of money can, can no amount of money can give you that. Like it is so vital, especially with everything that's going on in the world. It's like, oh my gosh, I will take that a million times over than having all these other things, worldly things that everybody says I should have that are going to really bring anxiety, stress, and fear because there's a lot of demonic energy probably attached to it because maybe that's how it was created. Not saying, you know, money and the fun things are all demonic. But what I'm saying is that peace is so, like scripture says, it goes beyond all understanding. When you experience that, I can't put it in words and it's hard for anybody else to really when they get that. So I love that you said that and you painted that picture because the worldly way brought a lot of stress and it brought a lot of strife and it it took you through refining moments, which God wanted you to be brought through in order to be the person you are now. But doing business God's way has so much more fulfilling aspects to it you know, just in all areas of your life. So I love how you just painted such a full picture of that because we can get caught up in the things that don't matter because there may be just the thing that we wanted to see in that moment. And we fill the void when God's just asking us to maybe be still and just trust him. Well, we don't like sitting in that area. And I'd love to hear your feedback on that. And maybe you've had moments like that where you're just like, okay, God, come on. You know, (laughs) did you fill that void or were you able to kind of sit back once you decided to do business God's way?
2: of course not. I was like, cool, we partnered together. What should I do now? And I was all over the place because still in the back of my mind was, I need to make money, right? Because we literally borrowed money from my son. Like that was the most awful day of my life to be like, we are going to take money out of your account to pay for the house. And I have to make this money back. Like this isn't okay. So I panicked and I went and I tried to start teaching English at 2 a.m. This is not a drill. I made Amazon merch t-shirts. I was all over the place. And my friend actually, you know, God uses people. So here's a really fun lesson for you guys. I was asking him though, like kind of, you know, I'm like, Lord, I need your help and I need the way. And I don't understand and help me, help me, help me. But then I was over here still forcing the things, which is not trust. That is not trust. It is. I still am in control of making this happen, but God used this friend of mine who said, please sit down. I was showing her my newest Amazon merch t-shirt, which I am not a designer. So that's hilarious anyway, she sat me down and she was like, can you please stop? I was like, stop what? All this weird, random stuff that you're doing. You are helping these women with these clarity calls. And then you go over here and do this. Like you need to stay in the thing that you're so incredible at and just go all in. Mm. And I was like, Oh, and I don't know why, but like, I guess, I guess hearing her say that was almost this permission slip of like, Do the thing that God's positioned for you, even though you don't understand how that's the way, how that's the way, right? Because I knew we needed money, but at the same time, I needed to trust that he had the way to make that happen, not me. And so Mm -hmm. when she said that to me, it gave me a lot of, of peace to stop moving. And so I sat with it. And what's so fun, Molly, is literally within the quit moving and the trust process. And the, you know what, Lord? And here's the prayer here. Lord, I want to trust you, but I am having a really hard time. Please help me remove me from this equation. Like, give me just amplify my trust in you. Like, give me the desire to surrender because I know it's hard to say I surrender to you these things. So start with the prayer of help me to want to, right? God will ask and you shall receive it. Like he is right here. So I started with those prayers and then now I'm like, take it. Like, I'm like, take the things, Lord. I don't want the things. I don't want the things. I don't want any of it. Like the money is his anyway. That's the difference of like having worldly money is for your stuff. Having godly money is like, God, what you want to do with this? Yes. What do you want to do, Lord? What do you want to do? And he's like, give it here, do here, help this person. Like it can be used for such goodness. So, uh, anyway, squirrel, I got back into, focusing on what he wanted me to do. And then I sat in that stillness and here's the truth we're human. And so, so we have to constantly come back to the inventory, right? Like, Lord, is this what you, where you want me? Lord, is this door from you? Lord, is this client a yes or a no? Is this interview a yes or a no? Like down to the minute detail of having these conversations with God all day, every day is really been the most freeing experience of knowing You're not in business alone. You're not the only one trying to make money over there by yourself. He already has the way you just haven't asked. Mm. You're not not, like Molly's point. Are you asking the questions? Lord, what, where's the next step? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to make more money to do this thing? Lord, if not, can you please take care of these bills? Like just ask him, he can handle any question, but it does take getting quiet. It does take Stop, stop moving, stop thinking, pray for the trust. And one big tip I have is I actually write letters to God. So in my morning time, I'll just write letters to him. And then I go back and read my letter from a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I had an ant like I got an answer. And so that's been a really fun way for me to stop moving, but still get my, you know, my thoughts out and hear him more clearly.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh, that is so good. I love that. Yeah. I started picking up journaling and just basically journaling to God, um, within like the last year. And I used to tell myself, oh, I don't have time to do it. I'll just write it in my phone, never go look at it again, because there's everything on your phone. That's a distraction. Um, but then I started physically writing it down. And then it's like, I'll go back and look. I'm like, wow, look at where we were X amount of time ago. Or look at the answer to this or look at the growth of this. And God will even highlight things in my mind of just like, look at what our quiet time was then and look at where it is now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so good. But you never have those moments if you just keep like running past, like, okay, I got to get to the next thing. So I love that you really take the time to embody those moments and honestly stuff there's, it's no wonder like why women are so attracted to you to help them when it comes to life and business and things like that, because it's like, you just have such a genuine and authentic spirit and you really truly do partner with God. You don't say it as a catchphrase. You don't say it cause it sounds cute or it's, you know, popular wording or whatever you actually do embody that. And I really appreciate that about you because there's so many people out there looking for the, the key words and the hype. And it's like, there's no like not trying to hype God up. We don't need to, when you truly have a relationship with them, it's, you know, look outside, look at the sunset, look at the sunrise, look at the mountains, look at just people breathing and walking around you. Like that is the hype. That yep. is what our creator is all about is giving life to things and opening you up to so much more that maybe you weren't seeing before. Um, so this has been absolutely incredible. I love where this has gone. I just love how free flowing this is. And as we wrap this up, I'd love for you to share a little bit about, you know, how you choose to serve women, you know, through what it is that you do and any final comments before we wrap up today.
2: Yeah, I'd love to share. I keep hearing um, Romans 15, 13. So I want to share it with you guys listening. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy spirit. I want you to hear all of God's promises in this verse for you. So may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace. How? As we trust in him, right? So really that whole overlying concept that we've been talking about today of surrendering, the way your business, the pieces, so that you trust that he's going to bring it to you. And what's the promise so that you will overflow. You will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy spirit. Like what a beautiful Mm. promise in one small sentence of scripture that God has for each of you to carry around in your pocket with him today and for the rest of the week. Um, and if you want to come hang out with me, I would love to invite you to listen to my podcast, which is the Stephanie gas show. And really that's for that faith-led woman who wants to partner with God in business, but do it in a way that creates more time in your life. Sick of social, you're sick of all the pieces. You want to use potentially podcasting to grow an online business that's partnered in your calling. That's what I'm all about. God's at the center of everything. So the Stephanie Gas show, and then my uh, website is stephaniegass.com and it's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S.
1: I love it. Stephanie, this has been amazing. And I just love the example that you give because so many women come to the show, just needing to hear a dose of inspiration or just a Holy spirit led interview story, whatever. And and God's going to drive the right people to listen to this episode. So if you're listening, go follow Stephanie, you can go follow her on Instagram. We'll have everything in the show notes, like go message her and just let her know how she's inspired and helped you today because there's so many in there. I know for me, I pulled out a lot of goods and it's such a faith builder when you listen to other people and just what God has brought them through and what they're able to do with it, because we don't have to become our circumstances. Like we get to rise above that. And our story gets to be mentorship to somebody else. And you clearly have done that with so many women just around the globe. And I love it. And the best part, double cherry on top is we get to do it God's way because we made that choice. We decided, our free will decided we want to partner with God and that's what's so powerful. And I know he smiles on that. And I know he's smiling on you just because of the boldness and the step that you're taking into helping these women just around the world. So thank you for who you are and what you've stepped into. This has been absolutely incredible. And we have loved having you on the show today. Thank you so much, Molly. Yeah, you got it. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.
0: Thank you to both of them, Molly and Stephanie. What a great podcast. I absolutely love listening to these ambitious women with hearts to serve that are out there in the world, just making things happen. Are you one of those? Are you an ambitious woman that feels called to the marketplace? Or maybe you just are searching for a community. Maybe you have been praying for an answer to provide more income for you and your family. If any of those things are true for you, then you have found your home, Girl Power Alliance. We are on a mission to help women to step into their authority, to help women dream bigger, and to help women build an income. You know, we live in the kingdom economy. Doesn't matter what's going on in the world, (laughs) because inside of God's economy, there is provision and there is abundance. And what we're doing here inside of Girl Power Alliance is we are providing an opportunity for you to grow in community with other women who keep God right at the center of their lives, of their relationships, of their business, and of their personal and professional development. And guess what? You have the opportunity to share that with other women and in turn, build an income for yourself. Is that exciting? Maybe this is everything that you have been praying for. You've been laying awake at night saying, God, bring me an answer. Well, guess what? We're here. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com, find us on social media and reach out. We are so excited to meet you and help make all of these dreams become a reality. Girl Power Alliance, this is where women grow.